Right now, there's a deadly respiratory virus that officials are trying to get under control. And it's been killing millions. The virus has been mutating and is spreading asymptomatically. There have been lockdowns, discussion about vaccines. The virus is likely to spike in the spring. The H5N1 avian flu virus. Avian flu. The avian no, flu. Avian flu. Bird flu. It's the largest outbreak of avian flu. and The, the outbreak of avian flu has led to the deaths of millions of chickens. The virus itself is all over the place. So you're like basically in COVID for birds. That's what you've been reporting on. More or less. More deadly than COVID, that's for sure. But it's for birds. That's our colleague Patrick Thomas. He says this current outbreak, the deadliest on record, is slamming the U.S. egg industry and leading to historically high egg prices. The big fear is that this just doesn't go away. Is this virus essentially here to stay? And if it's here to stay, what does that mean for eggs? Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Kate Leinbaugh. It's Wednesday, March 15th. Coming up on the show, the deadliest outbreak of avian flu and the lengths companies are going to to save their flocks. This episode is brought to you by Vonage. With Vonage Video API, your developers can easily create custom video experiences tailored to your business. Enhance every conversation with live video, whether it's delivering faster tech support, improving customer service, or enabling interactive meetings and events. Unlock the true video potential of your business. Discover how at Vonage.com. take your eggs? Are you like a scrambled guy over easy? <laughs> I, you know, I probably prefer scrambled the most, although it depends on the day. I mean, if it's Saturday, sometimes maybe a couple fried eggs, hard boiled during the week. I just kind of do it because it's easy and cheap. Normally cheap. Yeah. Have you noticed that the price of eggs are going up? Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody has. It's just kind of crazy to see the actual prices at the grocery store. And you're like, oh, my God, it's like $6 for this thing of brown eggs. Egg prices have surged for a lot of reasons. Labor costs are on the rise. So is the price of bird food. And the biggest reason? So it all goes back to the highly pathogenic avian influenza. Bird flu outbreaks happen every couple of years, just like the flu. The virus mutates and spreads, and some outbreaks are more contagious than others. And when one of those bad outbreaks hits, it's a huge deal for poultry farms. You have to depopulate the entire flock because, and this is part of what the USDA asked farmers to do to prevent the spread, is you have to, you have to kill them all to make sure this does not spread to another flock because this, this disease, it's very deadly. And these outbreaks usually start from wild birds. Birds migrate all over the world. They bring it to different countries. The virus is not secluded to one area or one country. 
And it is in wild birds that fly over the top of barns that litter the United States. I mean, because millions of birds fly over on a given day. Damn birds. <laughs> it's the birds. If the virus gets into a commercial farm, it spreads like wildfire through the barns where the birds are kept. And just the smallest amount of virus can trigger an outbreak. So it can be spread as simply as somebody stepping on bird poop and then walking into a barn. It can be just on someone's clothes, on someone's hair. It can come in through a vent. It can travel through the air and those little particles can get into the barn and infect the chicken in there. Avian flu outbreaks are bad news for the birds and for the U.S. poultry industry, which raises birds for eggs as well as for meat. Those birds are called broilers. The United States slaughters about 9 billion birds a year. And that's just for meat, right? We're not talking about the egg industry. The broilers haven't been hit as bad, though, as what happened in the egg industry. And that's because you can have a hen laying eggs for you for a year. Birds that are killed for meat, they typically are gone. In six to nine weeks, they turn over a new flock. So it's the turnaround. They're not just chilling on the farm for a year. You call it chilling on a farm. They have to lay eggs every day. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They're being put to work. I, I should clarify. The last big avian flu outbreak in the U.S. was in 2015, when more than 50 million chickens and turkeys were killed, either by the virus or because the flock was culled. It was very costly for the industry. And one company that was badly hit was Versova Management. Versova Management is one of the top five largest egg producers in the United States and one of the largest in the world. They have about 17 million egg-laying hens. And those hens are kept in long barns in several locations across Iowa and Ohio. During the 2015 outbreak, the company lost about 8 million of its egg-laying hens, just over 30% of its flock at the time. It took Versova nearly a year to get its business back to normal. And after this costly experience, the company wanted to do everything it could to guard its hen houses. And have you been to any of Versova's egg farms? I've not been to an egg farm. They would not let me come. They didn't trust you. Yeah, they, they said, like, they're, they're being so cautious about this. They're like, yeah, we, we can't let you. Like, the whole point of the story is, like, we don't want any, like, visitors or people to come and infect it. Like, we can't have you. They're like, dude, we're in lockdown. Yeah. We're in avian flu lockdown. You, you don't get to come. Oh, yeah. These facilities are like Fort Knox. They are protecting eggs instead of gold bars in them. They are highly secured they have security around the perimeter. It was compared to a castle by one of the folks we talked to. I mean, a moats and a keep that you have to cross before you invade a, a Middle Ages castle. Well, you, you get across those things in order to get into the, the hen house as well. And they are guarding the ultimate prize of, of fresh eggs. And after the 2015 outbreak, Versova decided to give its egg farms that Fort Knox treatment. And they're like, you know, you lose 8 million birds, like, oh, crap, we better get the rest going into the most advanced ways we can. So they spend tens of millions of dollars. At the time, only one of Versova's facilities was highly fortified against the virus. So the company got to work upgrading the rest. We've got to put barriers in. 
We've got to take every precaution to make sure that a worker can't possibly have it on their clothes. We've got to build these shower facilities to kind of make sure that everybody goes through them before they can get in the barn. So you have to make sure that they are completely disinfected from the outside world. After being disinfected, workers put on jumpsuits and booties over their shoes. It's actually more like a biotech facility than a castle. But there are other ways the virus can get into the barns. And also like washing down trucks when they come in. That's another thing is you get like truckloads of feed and equipment that come into the barn. You have to disinfect like every piece of equipment or every item that comes into the barn area. And even with feed, for example, if there's you know, a a clog and a grain bin or something along those lines. They put, like, these vibrating mechanisms to shake it loose so that way you don't have, like, a worker having to, like, prod it with, like, a broom or, like, kind of undo it. So, anyway, that's just kind of some of the ways they they keep the outside virus from entering the barn. But the biggest challenge of all? Keeping away wild birds that could be infected with the virus. you got to keep these birds out of there. And what they're doing is they are buying laser systems on the top of these barns to like shoo them away and and point little green lights at them to be like, get out of here. You know, the same way you'd put like a, think of a scarecrow, but with a laser. And then sound cannons. So bird lands and there's a motion detector and you fire off a sound at them and they fly away. Same thing as clapping your hands at a bunch of pigeons to shoo them away, right? And all these measures that Versova put in place the millions of dollars it spent on fortifying its hen houses, they worked for a while. But then... Last October, in one of Versova's facilities in northern Iowa, workers noticed an increased number of dead birds in one of the barns. This was a telltale sign that there was a problem. The birds were sick. That's coming up. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match. With Indeed, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash journal. Terms and conditions apply. Looking to invest? Start your journey by exploring exchange-traded funds with GlobalX ETFs. Exchange-traded funds, or ETFs for short, create baskets of stocks, bonds, and other assets that you can buy in a single trade. GlobalX specializes in ETFs that track emerging trends, like the rise of artificial intelligence, as well as strategies aimed to generate income potential. Visit GlobalXETFs.com to discover how you can get started. After all its upgrades, Versova got some disturbing news last fall. Workers had found an increase in dead birds at one of its facilities. What do you do? Well, you call the state vet, you swab them just like a PCR test for COVID, right? They swab for the bird's saliva, 
they test it, they get the results back. It's a positive. And when that happens, all one million birds in that facility got to go. So Versova had to kill everything at that facility, and they killed a million more when another facility got a similar infection. Why didn't their biosecurity measures work? They invested tens of millions of dollars. That's the million-dollar question. There's limits to what these protections can do. You could still have a case that is unfortunate as a bird flying above, doing its business. You get a strong gust of wind blowing some droppings, and suddenly it's in. Or it takes just one worker leaving a glove on or... Maybe they missed an inch of their hair while showering. I mean, just something small and something you may not have thought of, that could be it. After Versova culled millions of birds at two of its facilities, the company had to clean up. And that meant ridding the farms of any trace of the virus. And you have to disinfect every inch of the facility. I think it was described as every, anything larger than a pea has to be disinfected. And barns get heated to more than 100 degrees for several days to help eliminate the virus. All these just different measures to make sure it's completely clear. And it takes months. This is not something that is done overnight. And the company is also getting outside reinforcements. It's asked the USDA Wildlife Services to help clear wild birds from around its farms. You know, safely move them away safely, cut down vegetation, anything that might give a home or a community gathering space near your barn to these birds. Alongside these sort of social distancing measures, the poultry industry is looking for a more permanent answer, like vaccines. And they are a bit of a hot topic in D.C. You have President Biden the other day talked about the possibility of vaccinating chickens on a mass scale. But the industry itself has a little bit of tension in this. Especially when it comes to chickens raised for meat. You can't just vaccinate all the, all the chickens because, one, they turn over so frequently. You'd have to keep vaccinating them. Because we eat them. Because we eat them. And, and there's also the factor of we export a lot of parts. The feet, the various byproducts of the chicken that American consumers aren't, don't really eat, it just gets shipped to other countries that like those parts. And what happens if, if we had a vaccine, in order to approve those products being used over there, we'd have to individually negotiate with our trading partners that were using this vaccine. They would have to accept it. It would throw off a lot of the trade that the United States does with various countries in this latest outbreak, the death toll for the poultry industry has hit 58 million birds. The most ever. It is out there. We have not contained the virus at all. And USDA officials expect a surge in the spring when birds continue to migrate and are flying over the heads of barns in Iowa once again. And if the virus isn't contained... What does that mean for Versova and the poultry industry? It's a big risk. And if it happens again, then you're losing that money. And you just spend more money trying to upgrade your facility. And on top of that, you don't get the money that you would have made from those three to six months of the birds laying the eggs that you sell. So you've just lost six months of revenue off that facility. 
What will that mean for consumers? Well, it means we could have elevated egg prices for a long stretch of time. They're, they've gone down a little bit, but they're still at historically high levels. And if we have any more cases in the spring when USDA expects the outbreak to get to resurface among commercial farms, prices could jump again. So as consumers, it could be with us for a long time as well. That's all for today, Wednesday, March 15th. And before you go, a quick question for you ladies. A lot of women dropped out of the workforce at the beginning of the pandemic. Did you? And if so, why? And what are you doing now? Send us a voice memo or an email to thejournal at wsj.com with your story. We might feature it on the show. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and the Wall Street Journal. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.